Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. Oh, and I am still positive Chuck Mockler. And we're your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast. Just a couple of best friends and Clipper credential media folks who bring you locked on clips. Hey, when the mood strikes us. Well, okay, three three days a week for sure in the off season, five days a week, Monday through Friday, and the regular season, seven in the morning. Come hang out. Yes, come hang out. <laughs> we will be back on our regular schedule uh, to end the month. We'll be ramping things back up, so cannot wait to bring you that content. Mm-hmm. Kicking off today's chat, we're going to be talking about the Pacific Division. Packed we, in, baby. Best division in basketball. We have not talked about the Pacific Division on this show in a while, <laughs> and we're actually going to be taking a look at possible Clippers starting lineups and how they sort of stack up against some of the competition in the Pacific Division. You know, later next week or, or at some point, we might take a look at other uh, you know, other competitors in the Western Conference. Right. But for right now, we're keeping it packed div, baby. Pack div Fridays are back. Yes. Uh, and then in segment two, we're going to talk about Marcus Morris and his potential to be the second star that this team needs. Really, I think where it's going to come from is both ends of the floor. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about what he can do to get his game there. And then in shavings, well, third center watch update. We have an update. We we do have an update. <laughs> it's not a positive update. No, not at uh, all. But it is an update we did Unfortunately, lose Paul Millsap to the Nets. Uh, however, you know, <laughs> we, 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 we got some stuff to talk about. Uh, also, it's Friday. We got a classic Love Mary quarantine for oh, you. Yeah. Basically, every single Friday, we rank something arbitrarily related to the Clippers. And we're either we're loving it, we're marrying it, or we're quarantining it, which means get it the heck away from us. This one has to do with Marcus Morris's birthday. Mm-hmm. It is his birthday, the day that we're recording this. Go ahead. Wish him a happy birthday. Yeah, if you buy Marcus Morris you. a drink, it's the same deal as Jay Scrub. We Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, anyways, before we get into it, gotta let you know about Fridays on Locked On NBA. Fridays on Locked On NBA, Nick Angstad of Locked On Mavericks and Adam Morris of Locked On Nuggets Power Rank the week that was in the NBA. Follow the Locked On NBA podcast today wherever you get podcasts. You are Locked On Clippers. Your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Okay, so we're we're welcoming Pac Div Talk back to Locked On Clippers. Pac Div Chat. Dude, we love the Pacific Division here. Um, this is kind of the first instance of the Pac Div Power Rankings. We usually do it every Friday. But we're just talking starting fives. Yeah. There's some a couple new starting fives in the Pacific Division. Let's run down what the Clippers will most likely run out there. Um, we're gonna see, I mean, Reggie at the point, Paul George, some combination of Terrence Mann and Nick Batum. Yeah. At the three, I think. Or they'll move Paul George to his natural position at the three, have Terrence Mann in the backcourt. Right. And uh, then Morris and Zuer Surge. Yeah. Do we know which, do we have any idea which way we think Ty Lue's leaning? I don't know for sure. I'm kind of hoping for the spacing. I, I've been saying Zoo. Uh, yeah. We did see him kind of take over the starter role uh, last season. So I, I feel like for continuity purposes, it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I'm I'm thinking that it's Zoo, but I am making assumptions about his health. Right. Um, and that, so then we have the Suns. We have Chris Paul, Devin Booker, uh, Mikael Bridges, Jay Crowder, DeAndre Ayton. Tough competition. Let's yes. just start there. Absolutely. Let's uh, do it. Uh, so looking at that lineup, I mean that they saw a lot of time together. 14 minutes a game. They were plus 1.5 in those minutes. I mean, this this lineup has a lot. I, I thought that the Clippers... It's a pretty you know, complete lineup. I, I thought the Clippers, even with what we have, I mean, even down a zoo, we took them, you know, as close down to the brink as we, <laughs> as we really could. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, they have elite playmaking on that unit. Um, 
you know, reliable three-point shooting at four out of the five positions. Yep. With, you know, Mikhail Bridges can knock them down. Jake Crowder, you know, known marksman, plus Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Aiton, you know, he's a force. He's, he's He is not a center that I really like to match up against that yeah. often. Stole uh, a game from him. And, and we saw, you know, like what the Clippers would, you know, it, they had to try to gain ground in the non-Aiton minutes. Those, mm-hmm. those ended up being more important. Right. Um, the cons of this lineup are, you know, obviously defensively. I, right. You know, Mikhail Bridges, great in transition. Big dude, very good defender. Uh, Jay Crowder, you know, can be a solid defender as well. DeAndre Ayton, very mobile. But, you know, Chris Paul and, and Devin Booker, you know, Chris Paul has kind of lost a step defensively. Yes. Um, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things that goes, especially when, you, when you're when you still so heavily uh, a part of the offense. Yeah, his responsibility is crazy. So... I think this is kind of we haven't run down the other three, but I think this is just the hardest one the Clips match up against. Yeah. So the thing about this that gives me some confidence is I thought that we had. I, I mean, granted, we did still have Pat Beverly at the time, so we'll have to see how Eric Bledsoe does. But I thought defensively, we did a fairly good job of containing this backcourt. Uh, you know, yeah. We, we you can only do it for so long. Like Devin Booker had some pretty bad games against the Clippers. Him and Paul George obviously had that duel. Um, I think it was Game One. It was just incredible, but. They, I mean, you can only hold a guy down like that for so long. Yeah, absolutely. And who knows what this could look like with another season under their belts. I mean, the thing about this lineup that's scary is that, you know, with Devin Booker and Mikhail Bridges and Aiden, like you have just three very young players who are already very far developed in, yeah, in their NBA definitely. careers. And, you know, going from not making the playoffs to making the finals is is pretty impressive. Absolutely. Uh, you know, health. You know, sure. health regardless. You, right. you got to play the teams that are in front of you. <laughs> uh, so this one is is definitely a scary one. There's always going to be the vendetta against Chris Paul. And are the Suns, like, are are the Suns your most hated team in the Pacific Division? Yeah. I, I think they might be. Because it's different with the team across the hall, right? Like, yeah. we obviously uh, hate that team. It's a different kind. Of, it's a new hate with the Suns. You have a new hate. You have the Valley Oop. You have their fans who... Uh, became famous by fighting and uh, being trash being trash uh so yes i think it is my most i said i've said some disparaging things about the suns on this and the locked on nba podcast but i think it is my most hated <laughs> i do think though one of the reasons it's my most hated because it's frustrating to play against absolutely um, absolutely and also i mean like this one was born out of an actual like playoff sort of rivalry. Absolutely, uh, yes. This is born from real, like real head to head. Both teams at the peak that they've been in a long time, um, for sure. Like, whereas with the team across the hall, it's like, dude, this has been like <laughs> we've been here for a while. We know the score. Um, let's go in order of. Do you think this is the Clippers' hardest matchup in the pack? Do starting lineup wise? Ooh. Um... I actually still might have to go Warriors. Let's talk. All right, let's talk the Warriors because that was going to be my second option. We're assuming it's going to be Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, and Looney. I think I left them off the number one because this lineup has never played together. Yeah. Um, we don't know what's going to be. Like, I mean, obviously the shooting, um, the Clippers have an issue with containing shifty point guards, Steph Curry. I mean, come on. Has <laughs> been kind of cooking this team for years. Yes. Um, they're small, though. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think that's like the the thing that they, they're going to have issue with. You know, they have defensive switchability with, you know, the smaller, more mobile size. 
Um, you got Draymond, who's still Draymond. You got Wiggins, who, I mean, is a good defender when he wants to be. Like, yeah. But if we're going like with a, you know, one of these bigger starting lineups, like let's say Reggie, Paul George, Batum, Morris, and Zoo, that puts them at a pretty severe disadvantage from you know a height a, a height perspective. And I think defensively, they're really going to struggle uh, mm-hmm. with with that starting lineup as well. Um, really, anything with the you know, the combination of forwards that we have, I, I do think presents some difficulties for that team. Yeah, and they're, I mean, they're banking, they're going all in on Clay just being his same old self. Yeah, of which course. Which I think you kind of have to do. Um, and I think with his style of play, I mean, that's not, you know, that's not an insane assumption. Of course, for sure. I think Clay's defense is a little overrated at this point. He's not a bad defender, but I think sometimes people talk about him as if he's a Paul George level defender, which he is not. Yeah, and neither of these guys, I mean, like, you know, maybe Draymond or I mean Wiggins did take a step defensively last sure. year. Sure. And Looney hustles, like they got hustle on this lineup. But none of these guys are is like a Paul George stopper. Exactly. The defense is not there, which is why I think I maybe put the Suns ahead of them in terms of toughest tests for the Clippers. Interesting. Um who would you put at three? Would you have Sun second? Uh yeah. I mean I'm like now that you bring up the defense, it's a little hard. I guess I'm just still kind of I'm curious to see because the Warriors are still the Warriors, man. They, I mean, they haven't been for stiff. they like, haven't been for two seasons, but like that team is still you we've know, seen what one, it looks one like. of the greatest modern teams of the past yeah, decade. It's so terrifying. It's it's terrifying team. Uh, I guess third, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and put I, I, I'll say the Lakers. Yeah, this is another. So we're looking at Westbrook, Wayne Ellington, uh, LeBron James, AD, and then. Maybe Gasol, maybe Dwight Howard. Not really sure there. Yeah, or unless they end up putting, I don't know if they're going to put Melo at the starting four and AD at the five. I hope they do. Uh, that would be great if they did that. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, another lineup that's never played together. The pros of this lineup, a lot of court vision. Yes. Can't absolutely. deny that. Absolutely. <laughs> You're going to be able to see the court. LeBron makes everyone better. Rebounding could be elite just given their size. And LeBron rebounds, Westbrook rebounds. Like they got rebounding from a lot of positions. That's kind of it. The, sh- the spacing, who needs it, right? Like with this lineup, like no one cares about spacing in a very real way. Any fast team is going to run these guys into the ground. And you look at this lineup, Westbrook, LeBron, AD, Dwight Howard. Like this is, I mean, AD's not old, but this is an injury prone lineup. I know. So that, that to me is going to be one of the biggest question marks for the Lakers is just how they're going to be able to maintain health, like becoming an even older team in, yeah. in the offseason. And the Clips are too. Like the Clips yeah, are, oh, but they're yeah. not this level of old. Yeah. They're not top to bottom all old. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the Kings pre-Ben Simmons trade. Uh, you have a couple different lineups. So you have Jaron Fox, uh, Halliburton, Barnes, Bagley, and Holmes. You can also swap healed with Halliburton. Because that happened, like, he actually started more games than anyone else on the Kings last season, which is very interesting. Um, this is a fast-ass lineup. Yeah. We know that. Um, if Barnes is playing well, the shooting is nice. Absolutely. Especially with Heald out there. Heald's an absolute sniper. Um, cons. If this team, if this lineup were to play every minute, it would have had the worst defensive rating in the league. Okay. Yeah. With 114. Um, not a lot of rebounding, and I think the biggest con for the Kings is that Luke Walton is their coach. Yes, 100%. So... 100%, and then, you know, to circle back to health, Bagley's health is always going to be a question mark, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that the Kings, 
they're a team that I still get excited to play, but it's not a team. Of course. Uh, like, it's, it's, <laughs> we always beat them. <laughs> yeah, it's not a team that I like. have a lot of concerns about. Sorry, any Kings fans out there. If he's hitting a hot streak, I'm never wanting to see the Kings. Yeah. I know De'Aaron Fox is good. Darren Fox took a step. Like Halliburton also looks very much like the truth. Um, and, you know, once I add Ben Simmons, it's going to be real interesting. What's going on over in Sacramento? But so final rankings. Obviously, I think the Clippers have a better starting five than any of these teams. Fandom, you, fandom aside. You'd put them ahead of the Suns. I would. Who have all their starters that they had all season last year. I just don't like them. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, you said I, fandom aside, so I thought you were being objective uh, here. I was a little bit. Uh, no, I would put the Clippers ahead. I'd put Suns at a close second. Then probably... There's so many question marks between the Warriors and the Lakers, and then I put Kings last. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I think that's reasonable. I just... Look, last year, I, I don't expect the Suns to repeat what they did last year. Um, Agreed. And all, you know... I expect, all, like, the Jazz to. Yeah, I'll eat crow on that if I'm wrong. Um, I, I just... I, I'm not really quite seeing it. it was, you know, I'll bring the crow. <laughs> I'll bring the crow. Yeah. Uh, but I, I still think that's a, you know, like having everybody and having another year under their belts, I, I do think that that's an advantage. So I might put them at one. Uh, and then probably Clippers, Warriors, Warriors, Lakers. Yeah, I'm in that same kind of like they're, they're like same. what's going to happen? They're same tier to me. It's still, you know, they haven't they haven't played together a whole lot. There's not a whole lot to go off of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then unfortunately, yeah, probably the Kings in the, at the at a five spot. But once that Simmons trade happens, um, let us know what you think um, about the starting lineup situation. Let us know what you want the Clippers starting lineup to be. There's a couple different options. Yeah. Um, The versatility is actually kind of getting me excited. Yeah, it's going to be hyped. Um, Coming up, we're talking Marcus Morris's potential to be the second star for the Clippers. But first, we got to give a shout out to Bet Online. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your favorite sporting needs from the MLB, NBA, NHL, and of course, UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and honestly, just a whole bunch of good stuff on there. Uh, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Don't forget to use promo code Locked On for that fifty percent welcome bonus. And now that you're betting on sports, where can you watch them? Uh, so you got to check out Directv. Look, I know we're all familiar with this. You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another one that lets you stream your favorite TV shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you got your neighbor's best friends logging for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like you've never seen them before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Okay, we're talking Marcus Morris. Second star, question mark, uh, in this second segment. Also, his birthday recording. This happy birthday move. I think, like, really the biggest thing that will make Marcus Morris a second star for the Clippers, consistency on offense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A bit of a mixed bag, and especially in the playoffs, like, there were some ups and 
also very much some downs. It's we I can't remember the stat. I think Lucas Hahn tweeted it out, but there's an absurd variance with Mook's three point shooting. Yeah. Like game by game basis. Like it's truly either 65% from three or 12. Like yeah. there's not a lot of games in between 25% and even 50% for him. So and his shot distribution is really interesting, right? He shot 47% on twos and 47% on threes, took five of each per game. Like, so it, it really you're hoping for that, those two, that two point percentage to go up because we have seen some interesting decisions. Yeah. So I think that that is like a, you know, a big question mark with Morris, I mean, commanding a bigger role in the offense. Is he going to be able to continue making smart shots? Because I think at yeah. times, and to his credit, he has cut a lot of the sillier kind of you know turnaround mm-hmm. long twos out of his out of you know like out of his diet. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see like if he reverts on any of those uh, sort of bad habits when it, when he ends up taking more field goal attempts per game, which I'm assuming is going to be the case. Yeah, he averaged 14 three and one in the regular season for the Clippers. Do we see him bumping that up to around 20? Yeah, I think uh you think so. I, I think, you know, if if he's able to stay healthy, I could see him being at, you know, around maybe like 18 points per game rebounds, you know, devil may care. I, I'm not really fully sure on that. The playmaking, right. uh, you know, it's it's not really his forte, but yeah, he, you know, he can he can play make a little bit he can uh, pass the ball he can't pass the ball uh, <laughs> he averaged he averaged 19.6 during that run with the knicks right before the clippers traded for him um had a great audition game against the clippers so i'm not sure and that was his highest point told i mean that's his highest average at any point um for a team 19.6 second was 16 points the year before that um excuse me in that same year sorry i think he'll be around like that 18 range um, I think the biggest thing, health is something I'm a little worried about. He yeah. just takes knocks. Um, he's one of those guys who you can see when he's working through it on the yeah. defensive end, especially and the offensive end shots are short when he's getting healthy and those things just happen. So consistency from a health perspective and consistency from the three point shooting is really kind of the biggest things you mentioned ball movement, but like, like the most assists he's ever averaged is two and a half per game which is fine. Like given his role, like if you want more assists from Marcus Morris, I think you're like worried about the wrong thing. Like, no, totally. I, I mean, like if someone's like, he should be averaging five. I, I think being around that like two number is great. You know, I feel like I keep talking about clarity with this season and how we're going to approach things with, you know, roles needing to be sort of more clear. And, you know, in the absence of like Reggie being like the true like distribution type of point right. guard, I wonder if we need to sort of clarify down the playmaking rules of other players, because, you know, the point guard by committee thing has worked for us. You know, we I mean, clearly. Yeah, been we able tried to, to get the truest of point guards and it did not go well. Yeah, like <laughs> clearly we have been able to make it go. Um, but I wonder if, you know, like adding too many moving pieces, like at some point, you know, that's at some point be, you get into that. What am I doing right now? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think at some points it can be a little bit much. Yeah. It's interesting. We didn't talk about this in the first segment, but him and Batum actually don't share the court that often. No. Do I think that'll stay the same? Is that more of a playoff thing? Yeah. During the regular season, we didn't see a whole lot of it. Um, uh, you know, we saw a greater amount in the in the playoffs. But 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Like like I said, in my projecting starting lineup, I think they're going to end up going with both of those guys in the starting lineup. Damn. Um, you know, time may tell. You know, we'll we'll probably get some good training vids here. <laughs> oh, soon. yeah. So we'll have a little bit better of an idea. But uh, it makes sense to me to have them both together, even though they're kind of both fours. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think that it would negatively affect... Uh, you know, Morris's totals, his, his end stat right. lines, or his overall play. Probably help his assists. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and defensively, it, you know, it's another person who can kind of help him on that end. For sure. Because he can be a great defender. Or, absolutely. I mean, like a very solid defender. It's Well, because he's great for what the Clippers need. Yeah. Um, he had a 113 defensive rating last season, which is a little surprising. Um, I think he's going to have a de- heavier defensive workload, though. There's no Kawhi. He's going to have to take the pressure off PG guarding kind of these bigger fours and stuff like that. So I think we're just kind of hoping for more of the same from him on the defensive end. Like, I don't know if it can be better, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. I I think a big thing will be, you know, like we've just continued to talk about throughout this segment is just health. Last season, you know, he didn't come, like he wasn't ready at the jump. Uh, yeah, you know, from those sort of accumulated knocks and everything, and he said as much to Ty Lue. And once he was ready, you know, he was firmly inserted back into that starting lineup, uh, which is where I imagine he'll be staying all season this year. Yeah, do we think he has competition for being the second option? Because he's the second option offensively, just firmly. Like, I know we all love Terrence Mann; he's fantastic. He's gonna make another leap this season. We believe that, but he's like on that starting lineup. It's PG, and then it's kind of morris i think or is it reggie it's it's morris or you know it could be reggie depending on on what his role looks like and how they choose to sort of work that backcourt because you know maybe if they want a little bit more playmaking uh at the guard position we could see bledsoe staggered in there at times Mm. like you know it's um there there is like i keep alluding to like a lot of versatility with this lineup but i think right now in this offseason um I think that, yeah, looking at Marcus Morris, I'm thinking that he's going to need to kind of step into that position or fill those kind of shoes. Yes, which he definitely can. So it's going to be, we might need a little bit of, I think we talked about this from the regular season, we might need a little bit more of the Knicks version of Morris this year. Because we talked about in the playoffs how sometimes you need Knicks Morris to just make some shots. Like if he's feeling it, like go for it, dude. Yeah. Um, Put those things up. Um, Coming up, we're going to be talking a little bit more Marcus Morris and the Love Mary Quarantine picking him some birthday gifts as well as a third center watch update. But first, Will, auto parts. What's up with these things? All right, so the best place to get auto parts is at Rock Auto. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. They're fabulous. You should check them out. Look, with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all of the parts that you need. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX? Is it an EX? I have no idea. And why wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Let me give you a quick example. Honda Odyssey. You know I love my Honda Odyssey. I Man, keep talking about it. Always. Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store. Cool 216 from Rock Auto. Not bad. 
Also, Rock Auto is a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. We encourage you to check out rockauto.com and discover how they can help. So go to their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Now that I got my car fixed up, how can I get the body tuned up? Best way to get your body tuned up is to crush some Bilt Bars. Uh, Bilt Bars have so many delicious flavors. There's something for everybody. You got coconut. Cherry Barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, German Chocolate, Cookies and Cream, Orange, Salted Caramel, and Strawberry. I have been pretty partial to the Cookies and Cream lately. Feels a bit like a treat, even though it's a healthy bar. I'm into it. If you don't want to stick to one flavor, uh, you can get a mixed box, which is fantastic. You'll get two of each flavors. Switch it up. You know, always a good time. Not only are the Built Bar flavors delicious, they are healthy as well. 17 to 18 grams of protein in each bar. Calories ranging from 130 to 180, just four to five grams sugar, and only four to five grams net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the US track and field team. That's pretty sweet. You can run as fast as they can, maybe, if you eat a couple of Built Bars. Uh, go to built.com right now, use promo code locked on, and you'll get 15% off your next order. One more time, that's promo code locked on for 15% off at Built Bar, excuse me, built.com. All right, and we're back with shavings, which is where we kind of wrap everything up, else up going on around the Clippers. And we got to kick things off with another third center watch update. Unfortunately, a name that we had kind of taken a look at, you know, we weren't really sure. Paul Millsap ended up signing with the Nets. What a stupidly good signing by the Nets. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It frustrates me how much this fits that lineup. Um, but moving on, we can't be sad about, about guys who aren't on the Clippers. La Murray who is the fantastic Clippers athletic beat writer, read everything that Law Murray writes. Um, he said on Twitter that he estimates that the Clippers would wait for a big who was currently under contract with another team. So perhaps that's alluding to a buyout. They're going to wait for a buyout, maybe. Is Ben Simmons the center? Does Ben the five? Um, or it me? I don't know what that means. So, like, are we, I mean, let's just bring Boogie back? Like, I don't, the team doesn't seem worried about it. No, which, you know, we keep coming back to, I mean, I guess is reassuring uh, when wondering about the health of Avica Zubats and Serge Ibaka. Yeah, and I mean, it's just like whatever at this point. <laughs> like, maybe DeAndre? Like, we don't really know. Um, but we will have an update for you when it happens. I hope Hartenstein comes over. Um, some more news from Law Murray. The Clippers signed free agent forward George King, signing an Exhibit 10 deal with the Clippers. Um, King averaged 11 points in the Summer League for the Trailblazers and was a 2018 second-round pick by the Suns. Sick. All right. I guess. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm. you know me. I'm all about just stacking on more wings. Let's. I mean, why not? Someone tweeted us, tweeted at us about this today, which is how I saw it. They said, uh, Locked on Clippers' eighth wing watch? <laughs> so that's tight. Glad to see the movements. Uh, why stop at an eight-piece? <laughs> Go 12. Go 12. Um all right, so now some serious business. Uh, it's Marcus Morris's birthday. 
Yeah. Happy birthday, Mook. The day we're recording this. Hope he has a fantastic weekend. What a great week to have a birthday right before Labor Day weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. Seems like he was getting some love out there and, uh, you know, clippered him too. So that's good. As well deserved. So we're doing Love, Mary Quarantine. We do this every Friday. This is birthday gifts for Marcus Morris. All right. We're going to pick one to love, pick one to marry, pick one to get away from us. My first option, this one's more of a benefit for the team, a kind of fat head style seat cut out of Markeith Morris that we can put right next to the Clippers bench so Mook shoots well every single game. Oh, yeah, I love that. I mean, it worked, it worked in the playoffs. It was great. Yeah. A little brotherly love. Why not? Can't beat it. Um, second option, a super thick headband in case someone bounces a ball off his head in retaliation for him possibly doing the same thing to them. Yeah, he also does kind of traditionally wear like a thicker headband. Yeah. I don't know if that's regulation or what the deal okay, is. Okay, we don't that. need to dry snitch on the guy. What, we Chris Paul over here? No, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, 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 love, I love it. I love uh, it. Yeah, super thick headband. Great. I'm with it. What's this third option we got on here? Mook's Cukes. Okay. Uh, notorious picklehead Marcus is he? Morris. The team makes Marcus Morris 500 jars of custom pickles. Does he really like pickles? Yeah, loves them. <laughs> I'm gonna do some fact checking on this right now. Which one of these are you loving? I love the idea. Which one of these are you loving marrying and quarantining? Um, I'm loving super thick headband. I think it's great. It's also like very funny visually. Not ready to marry it just because I I don't know what that does for the thermoregulation of of my man's cranial. You know, I get good worried. call. I get worried about that. Too don't much want him to be too yeah, hot. Too much pressure. That's a good call. Yeah, don't want him to get too hot up yeah. there. Uh, I got a co-marry seat cut out of Keith because that just should happen. Yeah. It's a fun time. Why not? Yeah. And also Mook's Cukes. So you're marrying all of these. Yeah. Got a well, regular, I'm loving Super Thick Head. Right. Borderline regular old Utah over there. <laughs> uh, so Mook's Cukes, I Googled Marcus Morris uh, Pickles. First thing that comes up is a, is a headline uh, from 1988 Orlando Sentinel that says, One careless moment puts teen in a pickle. So I don't think Marcus Morris actually enjoys pickles, but for the bit... Let's do it. Um, what a great headline. It's in all caps. Shout out 1988 newspapers. I am going to, I'm marrying Mook's Cukes. Mook's Cukes. Because that's a fun team activity. Oh, yeah. Pickling I, is a bunch of fun. I bet Serge Ibaka has some sick kind of pickle. Brines? Brines, thank yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. I'm not a, definitely. I'm not a they could person. get like, with that many folks going too, like you could get it into a, like a, a good little assembly line going. Yeah, I mean, Luke Kennard right in the middle, hairnet, love and life, Kawhi yeah. at the end, quality, QC and everything. Paul yeah. George uh, eating every, even one slice from each jar to make sure it's good to go. <laughs> yeah, to make sure it passes It's inspection. like that clip of Homer at the donut factory. <laughs> Who's in charge yeah. of sanitation? It beats the Zubats, I think. Probably Zoo or maybe Patterson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Keeps it clean. Ty Lue, just just there to have fun. Coach yeah. isn't doing anything for this. Do you think Patrick Patterson takes a shower after the game if he didn't play 100 i would his I, warm-ups you have his warm-ups to are intense the that's man true. is like the man that's works true. out harder in his warm-ups than maybe some athletes do like during the regular season like lift days um i'm i'm also marrying super thick headband yeah it just looks funny it's, it's a, a good time yeah it's a good one. makes a bobblehead good and then honestly I don't know if I'm quarantined any of these. The seat cut out, good for the team. Oh, absolutely. Funny bit, too. I'm sure he's like, oh, I know I do shoot better when Keith is there. And it might that might be a gift from Keith. Yeah. That'd be fun. Definitely. They're all probably celebrating their birthday on the same day, I'd imagine. Uh, Unless they don't. Also, man, shout out to the old Fatheads commercials. Though, yes. I used to have I used to know someone who would buy discount Fatheads, which like when guys move teams, obviously you get cheaper Fatheads. 
So like at his house, he just had a bunch of like just old fat heads. Like when Peyton Manning switched teams, he like got they're the like Colts a sticker, one. right? They apply to the they're wall. Just a big sticker that you put on the wall. And had he applied them or they were loose? They were applied. So it was like this really weird, like <laughs> old I, guy. It was weird. We saying I like the ball. commercial, it's still a weird vibe. Yeah. To have a bunch of fat heads in your yeah. house. <laughs> if in you house. Uh, out there listening do have a bunch of fat heads in your house, send, send us, us a pic. pic. Send us a pic. What's at, the vibe? At Locked On Clips. Again, if you buy Marcus Morris a drink for his birthday, we will reimburse you. There's a bit of a limit. Um, we don't know what it is, but. No one took us up. It'll on be the determined on the spot. Yeah, we'll say, oh, that's too much, depending on when my check hits. Um, that about wraps it up for the Friday episode of Locked On Clippers. But we're coming at you on Monday. We're going to be talking the freshies, how Ty Lue might use some newest Clippers, some fresh ideas. You got me hyped up on the versatility we got. Oh, um, yeah. With the starting definitely. lineup. Maybe a third center update. Maybe Hartenstein, uh, the German giant, comes over to the LA Clippers. And then, of course, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland. Will, where can these people review us? Which does really help us out, and we appreciate it. We also have to go shout out to Rudy Zavala, who I think has reviewed us multiple times, five stars. Rudy, we owe you a beer or something. Yeah. DM us at Lockdown Clips. We'll we'll send you some Postmates or something. Anytime. Anytime. Uh, you can review us on iTunes or the podcast app. Uh, unfortunately, like that's kind of where they value reviews, and I, I don't even know if you can review on some other platforms. Maybe Spotify. You can also listen to us, though, regardless, uh, on either one of those platforms, on Spotify, on Amazon Music, on Google Podcasts, yeah. uh, Stitcher, Deezer. Really, shout out Deezer. Al- almost anywhere there's podcasts, you can probably hear us. Uh, always at Locked on Clips. If there's a place where you like to get your podcast and, and for whatever reason we're, we're not there, yeah. yeah, we'll get it figured out. Uh, you know, we're co- still coming at you three days a week. At the end of the month, we will ramp back up to five. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we look forward to having your listen. And we're back at it. Uh, I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you.